right, what up? Welcome to episode three of the Super Fan Sprint Podcast. I'm your host, Jake. We got Gents and Matt here. Gents, how's it going, dog? Good, man. Family just headed out. We're uh, just finished up Thanksgiving dinner for our American listeners. Yeah, it's this weekend, not, you know, in a few weeks, but yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. I'm sad I missed Thanksgiving this year, but uh, I'll guess I'll have to make up for it at in our American Thanksgiving in November. Matt, crushed, what's up, dude? Crushed an ungodly amount of turkey, though. <laughs> typical well boys all i have to say is let's ride <laughs> i was talking i just had a thanksgiving dinner too and i was talking about how if the canadian thanksgiving had the same structure as american thanksgiving the main day is a thursday and i was actually at my roommate's parents place for thanksgiving and he said oh turkey dinner in the sunday nighter you know what better what better day is there in the in the in the calendar right and the sunday nighters baltimore cincinnati so good divisional matchup and we were talking about how if it was the american thanksgiving structure we would have had to watch denver and no touchdowns hey don't i had their kicker in my fantasy so maybe the worst football game of all time (laughs) god i heard a great take on dan patrick last week he, he said, I compared this game to being invited to an ice cream party and all they serve is vanilla. <laughs> and then the next day on Friday morning, he opens up the show by saying, I'd like to apologize to vanilla ice cream. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you know that they only, they combined, they played almost five full quarters because they played almost yeah. the whole overtime and they combined the two teams for 27 first downs. That's it. Josh Allen that Josh Allen had that in the first half this today. Yeah. 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 RIP to my Steelers. Eh? <laughs> yeah. So well, you run, run into a juggernaut, right? Season could have been worse. Over. You could have been the Lions today. At least you got a field goal. Yeah. True. Yeah. Who is nice that? Too. Who's that Bills guy who caught that? That wasn't Diggs. Was that Davis? Oh, Davis. Davis. Oh, yeah. 98. I was playing against him in fantasy. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, fuck. I wish that was Diggs, man convenient how that happens when yeah i think i think davis also got like a 68 yard touchdown too it's just yeah he like, had a big day oh yeah. my god man this the steelers are just in shambles right now but hey whatever yeah at least we didn't spend 250 sheets on a quarterback <laughs> <laughs> all right boys let's get into it i uh, i know a lot of questions we get when we go on pods and interviews and meetings is fundraising and how we're going to fund this trip whether that's our own savings or other ways uh matt why don't you talk about what we're we've got planned going forward yeah so we've we've had to get creative and think of a few different ways for how we're going to fundraise for this trip the first one being obviously our own savings the three of us have our, our own savings from working over the last few years and we're putting some money away over the next year before we head out to try and fund this trip but at the end of the day, we are leaving our jobs for a year and we're going to have to live off of whatever funding we can get for a year with no income. So we have a few different things that we've thought of. The main one is using Kickstarter, which is a crowdfunding website. We were thinking about using GoFundMe, but that's more for charitable organizations or for people that need sort of emergency cash for more legitimate reasons than buying a bus and ripping around the country. So we decided to land on kicks using Kickstarter. 
And we are pretty much done with our Kickstarter now. Actually, it was a lot more work than we thought in terms of putting together all the content that we needed for it. But we filmed a video, we took a bunch of pictures, and then we wrote up a bunch of content, which has been super valuable for us to actually get written down on paper because we've used it for all sorts of other things like promotional um, material, as well as just, you know, sort of getting our ideas in line for when we're guests on podcasts or uh, when we are introducing our brand to different organizations and things like that. So we are, we're hoping to get that launched in the next month or two. I think it's been delayed a little bit, partly because we had a busy summer also because we're trying to get some CAD drawings of the bus made so that people can see some of our ideas of what the bus will look like. So that's sort of the last step to put into the Kickstarter before we launch it. And then some of the other things we've thought about is running a couple of events in the States. We've thought about running a, a golf tournament just here at home called the Superfan Scramble, where we can have a raffle and people can pay to enter the tournament and some of the proceeds will go towards this project. So we have a few different ideas that we're, that we're rolling through right now, but the main one we've been focusing on is the Kickstarter. And the main reason why we need to raise additional funding, obviously I said, that we're leaving our jobs and we need to be able to live. But more than anything, the biggest expenses, the bus itself, the renovations to the bus and tickets to the events. So we've gone through, we have a few different models that we've put together, whether we only go to a couple of days of the tournament that would lower quite a few costs. Um, and then we have sort of some other scenarios that we've run through as well, but tickets in the bus are going to be a really big expense. And so we, we either need to figure out how to lower that expense or we need to raise a lot of money to be able to pay for that stuff. Yeah. And we've definitely looked at other ways to, like Matt said about saving money and that's uh, not going to international events because there are quite a few now that are across or in, you know, in Europe, there's Japan, Zozo's next week. Yeah. There's, there's Mexico, there's Bermuda, there's Puerto Rico. Yeah, just to name a few, like those ones, obviously we can't drive to. So we're thinking about maybe going to LPGA events, uh, doing charity events, doing collegiate events, champions tour, really anything that is golf related. Like we'll, we'll find ways to do something if we can't make those events, but we are at this moment planning to be at every single one. And, you know, fundraising is something that is really difficult for us to really talk about just because we also, we don't really know how much we need, right? Like tickets yeah. aren't on, tickets aren't on sale yet. We don't know, like we've never renovated a bus before. So we don't know what goes into that. We want to make it as comfortable as possible, but we'd also don't want to make it like a legit RV where we, it's like brand spanking new and it's like to the nines, right? Like we just need it to work and just be comfortable for ourselves, right? Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Like we need it to be comfortable enough that we can actually live out of it for a year. And that's a practical thing, but we also need it to be sort of basic enough that it's not going to cost us a bunch of money. Also, when we first came up with the, this idea about how we, we talked about how it's kind of a grind to follow the tour around. And so part of that narrative is for it to not be super luxurious. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a line. There's like a line, right? We don't want line, to be line. Like we got to balance. Yeah, exactly. Like there's like, we're, we're going to have probably three single beds in there. They're going to be shit, whatever. Like we're going to get as much free stuff as we can just to renovate the inside of it. We're not going to We're The three of us aren't experts either when it comes to renovating. Like we all work basically office jobs, right? <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're doing. So mm -hmm. we need all the help we can get. 
when it comes to renovating this bus from a financial standpoint. And another thing too that Matt said, we want to get some renderings of the bus. If anyone listening knows any platforms or can do it themselves, like we really need help with that because that's basically the last step of our Kickstarter before we get it launched. Yeah. I mean, I can do a bit of CAD myself for my own work, but certainly yeah. not to the extent of what we would hope for to put into the Kickstarter. So um, yeah, it would be super helpful to have somebody come in and help us out. And yeah. it'll be really cool to see some of our ideas go on to, onto paper like that too. We talked last week in the pod about some of our ideas for the bus. So to be able to actually put those into some kind of drawing, I think it'll just fire me up so much more. Yeah, no, I agree. And like another thing too is why we we want to run a, fun, a fundraising and Kickstarter is like while we're on the road, we want to be able to focus on mental health and other initiatives that we've really wanted to do while we're on the on the road and not just being at these events, which leads us to our meeting that we had a few weeks ago with this nonprofit out of Wisconsin called Next 18. Gents, uh, do you want to talk a bit about them and you know some of the relationships we've built? through that organization yeah so i was gonna say like you know besides the kickstarter we're looking at other avenues whether it be sponsorship and stuff and we've come across next 18 who deals with you know they're not limited to but mainly you know veterans and people who suffer from whether it be ptsd and on for mental illness and they uh you know they use golf as a, a big part of their programs whether it be you know you know, a little tournament or a get together or just a couple rounds, you know, with everyone. And, uh, we've, we've become pretty, uh, in touch with Matt because he shares a lot, not our Matt next 18's Matt. Um, yep. they share a lot of, uh, we share a lot of the same values and beliefs. Um, right. And we, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cross around across along the same, uh, roads. Yeah. So straight from their website there, it says our mission is to use the sport of golf as a conduit to provide transformational mental health resources and holistic life resource training to veterans with disabilities and first responders. So that's like basically bang on to what we're really thinking about. Like, obviously we want to help, you know, people who aren't even veterans or first responders who have mental health problems too. But when it comes to golf and like how we really feel about how golf can help people with mental health, this is a no brainer for us uh, when we're on the road and, uh, I'm really excited to work with them in the future and see what we can do. For sure. And their, their sort of core offering that they do is they run these camps. So they go to these golf courses, nice golf courses too. I think they're from Wisconsin. I think they oh, mentioned yeah. one at Whistling Straits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, they basically will use the, the club professionals, the, the PGA members, at the clubs to run lessons they do group lessons and things like that and and their organization covers the costs for these first responders and military veterans to come and stay on site and they do a couple of days of of learning some lessons and they get to play the golf courses and these are golf courses that they would never get to play otherwise and um, I think when we look at them as an organization what they're doing is they're using golf as he was talking this guy Matt was telling us about how they in these as part of these clinics they actually encourage people to open up about their stories they run some group activities where people can interact with each other about what sort of issues they might be dealing with or or just really opening the conversation amongst 
each other and everybody that's there, all the participants when it comes to mental health. So I think from that perspective, helping with the mental health, and then also they're doing a lot in terms of accessibility to the game. It's a no brainer that we would work with this group. So really excited to meet them and they seem really passionate about our project. So it's going to be awesome to be able to go and run some events with them when we're on the road and um, have them come out and meet us at a couple of tournaments and try and just educate people on both their organization and also just how we can use golf to, to improve our mental health. I think it's a great organization. So it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And when it comes to, uh, you know, other barriers, we've talked about this golf is very expensive and especially Matt with uh, next 18 was talking about this, how a lot of these veterans can never afford to, to play at these courses. They can't afford to buy clubs of their own. So like they have no, access to the sport like they don't know even though it does help them and they they've been told that like how how the hell are they going to play really right so i think next 18 and the way they're doing that is crucial and i think uh another thing matt said too is that they run these events from monday through wednesday right and that's honestly like the best scenario for us because those are our travel days so we won't be at the actual events and we'll hopefully have enough time to show up at one or two of these and and just do what we can to really promote this the mental health and golf and you know when it comes to actual actually doing stuff at the events uh we've only had a couple meetings with matt we've we have some ideas they have some ideas but there's nothing we don't know the schedule yet we don't know where we'll be we don't know any of that so when it comes to actual tangible things that we're going to do together we at this point we we can't really say for sure what what that'll be but at the end of the day i think we, we all have creative minds and we'll find a way to really help people Yeah, I think one of the other things to mention with them is, and this is just more of a general comment, is we talked a little bit earlier about how, from a funding perspective, how we we really want to focus when we're on the road um, on helping organizations like this. Really what we want to do is before we start this trip, we we want to make sure that the three of us are going to be able to live. And then that way, when we sort of figured ourselves out and we've made sure that we're going to be fine, now we can focus all of our energy into running small term fundraisers or longer term fundraisers or, you know, trying to generate interest in and support for organizations like Next 18. So it sort of ties back into one of the reasons why we're really trying to figure out how we're going to fund this thing, because we just want to get our personal expenses out of the way so that we can focus on um, trying to help and support organizations like Next 18 and and hopefully some other ones that maybe we're we're yet to, to learn about. Yeah, definitely. And I'm like super looking forward to meeting people. Uh, And another thing too, is like, Matt brought this up is it's not just us veterans and first responders, especially since we're Canadian, like we want to be able to help Canadians too. And, and we talked earlier about how there's international events too, and there's veterans in other countries. So we're not, we don't want to limit this to the United States. We want to really try and help people from all over the world. And I think next 18 is, is a perfect organization that can do that. For sure. Yeah. All right, boys, let's move on to our first segment, freezing cold takes. Matt, I know you have a bunch written down. This is your thing. Let's hear them. Yeah, I I know there's the Twitter account called Freezing Cold Takes, but I yeah. think if we have a segment, we need to come up with some more. Yeah, maybe explain what, what a freezing cold take is. Okay, freezing cold takes are weird because when somebody says something controversial, you consider it a hot take, and then I guess it becomes a freezing cold take when it ages really poorly. Yeah. 
So it starts as a very scorching take usually, and then it ages poorly, and then it becomes freezing. So kind of weird how the Urban Dictionary works in that regard. But there's a Twitter account called Freezing Cold Takes, and they basically come up with all these, you know, form, they, they find these clips of people, of pundits or, or analysts on TV saying stuff about different athletes, for example, and, and you know, it, it just doesn't age well, right? Like it's a ridiculous comment, but it might be from 10 years ago when somebody said, you know, this person's going to be a really good player and they end up being a bust or something, right? Like at some point, I guess one example could be at some point there was a bunch of people on TV saying that Nail Yakupov was the best player in the world available, right? And oh, like, yeah. that guy's got to be <laughs> one of the biggest number one overall NHL draft busts going yep. in the history of the sport. Yeah. Like that guy, does that guy even play hockey? Yeah, he's he playing in the KHL. Yeah, yeah, he's in the KHL now. And he's not even like dominant. Like he's like a fourth liner. He's out like there. A, yeah. He's like an Alex yeah. Kerfoot or something. <laughs> the way I describe a freezing cold take was a hot take can age like wine or it can age like milk. Yeah. That's and a if it ages it. like milk, yeah. then it's a cold take. Yeah. But if it ages like wine, that means like, you know, yeah, it's be, it, it be, ended up being true. Okay. I, let me go first. Cause I got, I got it on my phone here. So if you guys remember, 2020 during the COVID NHL year, it was four divisions and you only played each other. And then it was one versus four, two versus mm-hmm. three, and then so on. So they did like a prediction of who's going to win. And you guys know I'm a Habs fan, right? So here's what people said. Leafs. Everyone <laughs> took Leafs. Oh, for the series against everyone. Montreal. Yeah. It was Toronto versus Montreal first round. There's 20 analysts here. They all said Leafs. And we all know what happened. The Leafs were up 3-1. Next take. The Habs, the Habs storm back <laughs> and upset the Leafs four games to three and then go to the cup final and lose. And then the next year they get, they come last place. But anyways, that was our cup is beating the well, Leafs. The next two years they came last place because yeah, I think you're headed there again this no, year. No, no, we're better than Chicago and Arizona. So we'll be yeah, third last. We'll, 20, we'll be in the 20s, not the dude, 30s. You guys are like 0 and 8 in the preseason. Oh, 6 and 2. Come on. We got okay, two, two, points. two overtime losses. That's two points, right? That's probably two more points. than. Oh my yeah. God. You see who led the preseason in goals? Not Arizona State game, University, it probably. Was Cole, it was Cole Caulfield, man. Goal Caulfield. Get ready. Yeah. Wednesday night, Matt. Matt's going to be down in California. He's going to rip three yeah. against Matt Murray or whoever's fucking playing in that for the Leafs. Yeah, Jake, why don't we put, why don't we put some sort I why don't we do like a pie to the face for the loser? Pie to the face? Like on Thursday, we'll go out. I'm going to California next week or like tomorrow. I'm leaving yeah, it's literally five in five. <laughs> I will go out on Thursday morning and we will buy a pecan pie. And whoever's team wins on Wednesday gets to put the pie. In you the just buy a, buy a like a pie dish and fill it with whipped cream. Yeah, yeah we'll find a way. We'll find something. I'm down. We'll do something. I don't want to put money on it. I want it yeah. to be more jokes. I'm also not very confident in my team, even though I just pumped their tires. Uh, so. Okay. Well, we'll, I we'll, say- we'll use we'll use uh, Jensi's guarantees. We'll, we'll okay. call our, our pal Jensi, and he can give us like a spread or something. And if Montreal covers the spread, then okay, yeah, something. sure. All right. I say we'll force like, we'll force Jake to to streak at a Dodgers game or something. Oh Montreal. no, dude! I'm not. <laughs> I'm a diehard Leafs fan but to betters out there, hammer the halves. 
Because every year yeah. the Habs win the first game. Of how the about year. if the if the Habs every score? Every we, we got to score three year. goals. We got to score three goals. How about that? Three goals. Three goals. For the Leafs win we'll seven. We'll three. talk this week. We'll okay. talk this week, and we'll update people on on the pod next weekend. Okay. The what 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 happened? But I don't I don't want to put money on it because money's yeah. too easy. I don't want to take your money. I already have enough of it. I, you're definitely gonna take it. All right, next take. Let's hear it. Matt, you got it? Okay. I, this is like one of my favorite freezing cold takes. Like, it might be one of the greatest tweets of all time. Everyone knows who Skip Bayless is. Yep. He, he has some generally pretty hot takes. He tweeted, I've got it here. He tweeted in 2014. I still think it's the greatest tweet of all time. Quote, Johnny, so this was May 9th, 2014. Quote, Johnny football will one day be bigger in Cleveland than his buddy LeBron. <laughs> I remember that one. I've never heard that one before. Former Montreal Alouette. And to Hamilton Tiger Cat. Yeah, backup Hamilton Tiger Cat. Didn't yeah. that guy get banned from the CFL? He got, he got banned from the CFL for like talking to the talking to uh, the XFL. Remember they were trying to bring that back? That's another yeah. cold take. He was trying to sign with the XFL, and it was prohibited from, like, whatever contract he had. That is ice cold. I remember, dude, do you remember his first game in the CFL? Do you remember what he did? It was, like, five or six interceptions. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> I, like, LeBron is one of the biggest athletes. Of period. all time. Of He's, all time. He might be and the best guy athlete of all time. Johnny Football was going to be. Like, he wasn't even the first quarterback taken in that no. draft. No. Do you know who the first quarterback taken in that draft was? I'll never forget. No idea. Was watching the draft, he went to Jensie's Jags. You know what now? Bortles. Oh. Bortles, yeah. Great name, oh. Great name. Yeah. And Johnny Football stood up there and went, I'm going first overall, and he wasn't even the first quarterback taken. He went like Part of the reason I like the Jags is because I watched a, like, a Athletes Cribs episode. And it was Bortles, and this girl was like following him around, and it was like, like a, it was funny. He was funny, and I was like, okay, I maybe might have to cheer for this guy's team. <laughs> That's what happens. Brutal career, though. There's, Brutal it's randomly career. how you pick teams, especially for football for us. Anyway, gents, you got a freezing cold take? I know one that I don't know who said it. I don't know if it was a tweet or I just heard it through the vine, basically, but. Somebody said Crosby would never score 50 goals in his career. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> yeah. Top five player of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I also said, I, I didn't think Ovechkin would win a cup. I said that. And he did. Well, what about all the I, people you saying? Me on this, I still don't think Ovechkin will beat that Gretzky record. I think he will. I think he will as well. How many goals will he score this year? He has 114 to go. If he has three more 40 goal years and he's what, 35? And he's got five years of contract left. Yeah, he'll do it. Unless he gets fucking injured yeah. or something. We'll like, see what happens. I hope he doesn't. I want Gretzky to have it. He always I, want... I like seeing records being broken, though. Nah, but he, Gretzky, though. You want a Canadian? I know. I want a Canadian to have the record. He'll never, no one will break that point record. Anyway. No. We got to get into the Shriners, I think. Oh, the Shriners. Kim would win the Shriners? You want to do the Shriners first? Dude, that guy is like. I was flipping it. The best guy ever? That that, that Zyre Golf post of the best (laughs) golfer of all time and Tiger Woods. Plus Tiger. Tom Kim. (laughs) 
Like, what a man, eh? Patrick Cantley with the triple bogue on eight to lose by three. <laughs> what a clown emoji that is after yeah. shooting 60 on Saturday. Man, that tournament might as well be the Patrick Cantley open, eh? Invitational. That guy just, that <laughs> yeah. guy just shows up and comes top five at the Shriners every year. Like Sung Jay was in the mix, Adam Hadwin was in the mix, Canadian cup, yeah. Jason Day had a pretty good finish. Oh, Jason, Day. Jason Day is last like nine holes. He was like 10 under. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and it goes back to my comment last week, man. I was foreshadowing. Why wasn't that guy at the President's Cup? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, just come on. I want Tom Kim to be my friend. That's all I know. Put that He's on like a cool dude. Like, uh, like, uh, like, what do you think he'd be like just like at a, at a bar? We'll find out. I bet he's a funny, funny bastard. Put that on. We got to get like a bucket list going. A super fan bucket list. <laughs> yeah. Gents, you yeah. got one now. Tom Kim at yeah. the. Yeah. Tom who, Kim and Sung Jay. Who is Tom the guy? Tom Kim in Bermuda at a beach bar. <laughs> I want to see him in a turn up shirt. I want to see him with khaki shorts on. Bucket and a, hat. <laughs> and a Kona's big wave. Kona's big wave and a, what, what whatever those thong flip flip flops are called. Wait, Matt, Matt who is the guy who uh, Showtime Kai at 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 Waste Management? Remember what for a fist bump? Oh, uh, Duff. The yeah, Duff. Duff. That's Duff. that's one. <laughs> that guy left Kai hanging on a fist bump probably like ten times, and like it got to the point where like it's like we, eight in the morning. He wasn't, he was giving other people fist bumps too. And he would just look at Kyle and keep walking. And it's like, this guy's showtiming Kai. You know how you always see like the, your ultimate foursomes? Tom Kim might be in mine now. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, the Duff would be, that would be a good one to have as well. eh? Yeah, like you remember when he won the PGA and his smoking wife came on and he had a massive lip in and he just smacked her ass. <laughs> that could be a good segment for next week. We do ultimate foursome. You have to break yeah. it down and everything. We'll, we'll do a draft. Any yeah, athlete, we'll draft. any person ever. We'll, we'll do yeah. like one golfer, one like actor, one yeah. golfer, one other one... celebrity, and one like friend or family member, and then or one random. One random could be, could be anything. Like MGK yeah, we, or something. We throw a bunch of names in into a hat and you just pull and whoever you get, that's your third guy. Yeah, let's do it. Right. I'll write it, it down. Kim Jong un Another one to add for next week. I forgot to tell you guys about this, but I got banned from a golf course. Okay. A couple of days ago. All right. So foreshadow that story for next week's pod. I'll tell right. that story. All right, boys. All right. So ready? guarantees. We'll do a guarantees quick. Yeah, yeah, let's do a guarantee. What are we betting on here? How are we doing? Give us an update, leaderboard update here. <laughs> we are now dash fifteen, I believe, down okay. 15. fifteen. I think I only put five down. Uh, yeah, you did take I it did easy. A, I took an easy week. Yeah, um, I think I had the Jags on the uh, Jags Houston game on the over. That <laughs> was a horrendous miss. That might have been a freezing cold <laughs> take. <laughs> Um, what a horrible football game that game I, falls, that game falls into uh like the only people watching that game were the people in the stands yeah <laughs> like for i can't sure. i mean it's not as bad as indianapolis denver though for sure. i have a chance to go for over three on this parlay still i don't think it will but i had the ravens at minus three they only won by two 
Ravens uh, the Ravens won by two. Fuck. Instead of three. And the Chiefs are I had at minus that, seven. So that they're playing tomorrow. the Raiders at eight fifty or yeah, tomorrow. So I could go 0-3 here on the week. So you're 0-2 so far. I'm 0-2 on the week so far, but my five dollars is down the drain. So I'm minus 15 now since we started the pod. All right, let's let's hear this week. What do you got? Uh, I haven't really taken a look. We we did recorded the pod a day early here because we uh, so I haven't looked at next week's game. Okay, yet. let's do let's do Thursday nighter. I got yeah. one. It's okay. the Thursday nighter might also be one of the worst football games of the season. The Commanders and the Bears. Commanders, fuck. Terrible, terrible game. Let's say uh, I don't know what the spread will be, but let's see if I can find it. Let's say they don't come out with the spreads till next week. Okay. Let's lock in. There will be no touchdowns thrown by either quarterback. No touchdowns thrown. Jake, you got a pen. Are you going to write that down? Yeah. No touchdowns thrown by either quarterback. Let's put that one in. There will be. There will be 30 under 30 points. So we'll see what the over under is. And let's take. Who's uh, home? I don't know who's Chicago. Let's say, uh, okay, David Montgomery running back for Chicago will be under, he'll rush for under 65 yards, under 65 and a half yards. So we're just going on, this is going to be like a three nothing last kick of the game win for Chicago, basically. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be four now. Every. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's put some respect on defenses here. Let's yeah. do let's do uh since Matt's coming down to California in five hours, we got the Battle of SoCal, Dodgers, Padres. Who who we got here? Dodgers by a billion. Dodgers? Yeah, I'm on the Dodgers. Okay. Well, okay, I, I'm on I'm on Juan Soto to get two hits the whole series. I think pay, uh, the Dodgers payroll is worth more than I know, the MLB as a league. But they they they've they're known to choke. I hope the Padres win, but you the hope Dodgers the Padres are, win? Yeah. Yeah, I do. But so Matt, if, we if we're talking going to about a game the Tuesday. Leafs, Leafs Habs. Yeah. The spread is minus one and a half for the Leafs. Yeah. So to win by two or more, basically. Um, yeah, and then the over under is seven goals scored. Over. Okay, It'll just be the Leafs. <laughs> well, let's just do if the if the Leafs cover. Yeah. Then I win the bet, and if Montreal covers, Jake wins the bet. And we'll do the 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 whipped cream to the face, or we'll I don't know, maybe Jake and I will think of something on Wednesday night for one of us to do. Ride yeah. a mechanical bull or something. Yeah, run those bars. Skinny, skinny dip in the ocean. Yeah. So Did right. you know the the Habs won they were eleven and twenty-six at home and eleven and twenty-three on the road. Last yeah, not year. not bad, eh? Not bad. The Leafs were thirty-one and eight at home. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, wow. you guys did blow a 3-1 lead to us. With, yeah. You know, we have a lot of the same players. Matthews loves to play at home, though. That's why. I feel like he's just good against every team. It doesn't – like, people always say, like, oh, he Matthews scorches this team. He fucking scorches yeah. every team. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, boys, we're running – this is our last minute here. Thanks for listening to episode three. We'll see you guys next week. Let's ride. Yeah. Enjoy your trip, Matt. Thanks.